A reading from the book of Isaiah. The vision of Isaiah, son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Listen to the teachings of our God, you people of Gomorrah. What to me is a multitude of your sacrifices, said the Lord. I've had enough of burnt offerings, of rams, and the fat of fed beasts. I do not delight in the blood of bulls, or of lambs, or of goats. When you come to appear before me, who asks this from your hand? Trample my courts no more. Bringing offerings is futile. Incense is an abomination to me. New moon and Sabbath and calling of convocation. I cannot endure solemn assemblies with iniquity. Your new moons and your appointed festivals my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you stretch out your hands, I will abide my eye, I will hide my eyes from you, even though you make many prayers. I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. <clears throat> Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rescue the oppressed. Defend the orphan. Plead for the widow. Come now, let's argue it out, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be like snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the people. Thanks. Our psalm for this morning is Psalm 50. The Lord, the God of gods, has spoken. He has called the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, perfect in its beauty, God reveals himself in glory. Our God will come and will not keep silence. Before him there is a consuming flame, and round about him a raging storm. He calls the heavens and the earth from above to witness the judgment of his people. Gather before me, loyal followers those who have made a covenant with me and sealed it with sacrifice. Let the heavens declare the righteousness of his cause, for God himself is judge. Hear, O people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will bear witness against you, for I am God, your God. Your offerings are always before me. Consider this well, you who forget God, lest I rend you and there be none to deliver you. Whoever offers me the sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. But to those who keep in my way will show the salvation of God. The second reading is a reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith, our ancestors received approval. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place 
that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he set out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, for a time in the land he had been promised, as in a foreign land, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked forward to the city that was has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith he received power of procreation, even though he was too old, and Sarah herself was barren, because he considered himself faithful, who had, prom- who had promised. Therefore, from one person, and this one as good as dead, descendants were born, as many as the stars of heaven, and as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. All of these died in faith without having received the promises, but from a distance they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth. For people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, he has prepared a city for them. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet, so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will fasten his belt and make them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Be seated, please. I'm not going to have the kids come forward this Sunday. I'm afraid they'd think they were going to get another dollar. Um, So so we won't do that. Um, This was one of those weeks where a lot was going on, and so this sermon is kind of um, just a, a collection of reflections. Uh, First of all, to say thank you um, to this congregation. Very trying time for this congregation, a very trying time, obviously, for for her and her family. Um, Moments like this uh, try our faith. Um, I said to the family uh, yesterday um, that it carries with it a real sense of betrayal. it came as a great surprise to them. He was a very quiet man, hadn't said uh, much to anybody about what, whatever it was that was going on. And um, any one of them would have done anything in their power that they could do to, to help him. And he didn't, um, he didn't turn to them, didn't ask for help. Um, 
it tries our faith, too. Uh, we, we believe that we can turn to God for just about anything, and when somebody uh, does this, uh, it makes us believe that um, why didn't they turn to God? Why didn't they call out to us? It makes no sense. Um, we want to be able to assign blame. We want to say what was going on, what happened, and, of course, um, it leaves... It leaves, no, it leaves more questions than, than there are going to ever, ever be answers. I am convinced, however, that we have um, an eternal moment, all of us, an eternal moment to turn and be embraced by the love of God. Um, it's, not, it's not over. Um, we all, of course, are sinners, and, and we have to to hear God's judgment of us, but God's judgment and God's mercy are simply aspects of God's love. Um, I used the the example um, yesterday. It's like the child who runs away. Um, Mom punishes him for something, and he runs away in a fit of pique and hides somewhere around the block, and afternoon wears on and it gets to evening and then he begins to worry, gee, I can't go home because mom's going to be really angry at me um, when I go home. And of course, parents are beginning to panic and calling all of the friends and so on and so forth. And when they finally find the child, um, the relief and the love is just so overpowering. And nevertheless, there's going to be some harsh words. Um, the kid is going to be scolded for, for doing this. The same it is with us and God. No matter what we've done, we have to accept God's love, and it's not always going to be to accept that love, but we have an eternal moment to do that. This community um, came together very powerfully for family. Um, yesterday, the women um, made food for a reception after the, the uh, funeral Um, both at the funeral home and here. Um, We need to be together, obviously. It was very fun to to stand in the parish hall and watch the family, um, great support in that family, great love, um, taking care of each other, and to know that we were providing the space for that. Um, One of the women sort of walking by me turned to me and said, people need people. And that was very true, and we could see that yesterday happening. And as, as it was folding up, I said to Claire, who had sort of organized it, that was really good. And she said, yeah, chocolate heals just about anything. <laughs> but it was chocolate around the table. Um, our readings today, the Hebrews talks about our ancestors in faith anticipating something better, anticipating a kingdom. Got me to thinking, what is it that we hope for? What is it deep down that we desire? And it occurs to me that what we desire is a community of intentional practice, a place where we can come no matter what is going on and be okay. I came Wednesday night to church after having had to tell the family on Tuesday um, tell what had happened and just needed a place where I could fall apart, and this community provided that for me. They needed a place where they could come and begin to greet one another and begin to cope with what was going on, and this place provided that. We need a place where we can come no matter what. We long for that city um, that our ancestors in faith longed for. It's also a community of intentional practice because prayer for us makes things real. 
We have to be able to come back here to church and say our prayers. And so before the reception, we came in here and said our prayers because it began to make it real. I also love in the gospel that we're supposed to be waiting for the kingdom, waiting for the return of the master. And when the master comes back, what is he going to do? He's going to put on his apron and serve us. He's going to set food out on the kitchen table so that we can sit down and begin to cope with whatever it was. And in the Isaiah lesson, God says, come, let's argue it out. Whatever it is, let's talk it over. Whatever the pain, whatever the anxiety, the anguish that you're experiencing, let me know. Let's argue it out. People need people. We need to be able to gather like that and know that we're going to get through this. Um, all of those things are things that we long very, very deeply for, and it was wonderful to see that be beginning to happen for her family and for this community yesterday. So I want to say thank you to all of you for your support, for your prayers. Um, I'm sure that um, would say the same thing. But obviously over the course of the next months um, and year, um, that family will need all of our prayers. But thank you for being a place of intentional practice, a place where we can come and begin to be healed, where we encounter God in that way that we hope for, that our ancestors in faith have hoped for. Amen.